horse lovers and welcome to this next episode in Zoe's Horse Bites where we're going to talk about leave them better than how you found them. A subject I really, 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 really hope will change and in a sense is kind of evolving at the moment where horse welfare is under discrimination. It's, it's a big question, you know. I don't have to mention social media and that we are... Uh, under the limelight there which is great actually for the horses it's the best thing ever what i want to talk about is general care okay so general care meaning if i pick my horse up from the paddock he's a bit dirty a little bit tired even maybe he's been playing with his buddies or something like that and the weather's been a bit rubbish and i pick him up I take them over to the grooming station, give them a groom, make them feel better, make them feel nice, pick their hooves, maybe there was a stone in that hoof, so they feel better about that now. And then I decide what I'm going to do in my training session, maybe it's going to be groundwork, maybe it's going to be riding, schooling, maybe it's going to be jumping, maybe I'm going to go on a trail ride. Whatever it is that I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that the preparation right up to the point where I do what I do and right up to the point where I stop what I do and right up to the point where I put them back to their living accommodation that they look and feel better than when I pick them up. It's a very simple, easy thing to do. Now, don't get me wrong. A wet saddle blanket is not a bad thing. It's just that if your saddle blanket, your shabrak in Dutch or your numna in English, is soaking wet with sweat every single day, seven days a week, that's not a good thing, guys. It's not. If your horse is foaming with sweat between the hind legs on the neck where the reins are or between the front legs, it's not a good thing. Just like us, horses need rest days. Rest days from exercise, rest days for muscle growth, rest days to mentally adjust, recover, think about things. That is why, for example, if you do training, I don't know, CrossFit, kickboxing, whatever it is, you don't do it every single day. It, it's just not possible. And if you do, then you're probably going to be doing it as a professional and then your workout a regime will change so that your body, your whole body is not under extreme intensified um, pressure. Bodybuilding is a little bit different, of course, because they work their bodies, their arms and their legs and their abs and their psoas and everything to such mega sizes. Um, but that's a human doing that. They have the logic to understand that they have pain sometimes or they have to push through that pain and they get protein powders protein shakes that's going to give them the energy to make them feel good so that they can get through that next workout session a horse does not the horse will simply if you train them to be a bodybuilder on a daily basis with no day off maybe one a month at best and they just suffer pain you can have the best fitting saddle in the world the best bridle in the world they're going to start to show it. 
they're going to start to get tired. They're going to start to get nippy. They're going to start to raise a hind leg when you do up that girth because it's the only way they can give feedback to you to say, hey, please, not again today. So it's really a nice thing if you set yourself one small little target every single day that you pick up your horse, whether it's from the paddock field or the stable, that however it is that they're looking, you're going to put them back feeling and looking better than how you found them. This puts longevity into horses. This, you know, encourages, nurtures and takes care of your relationship with them. If you've listened to my last podcast where I talk about does my horse like me, this also sits in there, okay? It's the same stuff at the end of the day. If you're training your horse for, I don't know, a long-distance uh, competition, endurance, or training your horses for three-day eventing, so then you've got the three disciplines of dressage, show jumping, and cross-country, it is still possible to train the horse in all three disciplines to a very high level and every single day you put them back to their living accommodations that they look better than how you pick them up and by looking better I, I just mean simple things as well you know it can just be their expression or the energy about them or maybe they're really muddy and you groomed the mud off of them even though horses like to be muddy but it's the fact that you've spent time with them and put your heart in your hand and put that brush in your hand and given them the time and the intention that's more what the grooming session is about than actually having them clean like I spoke about if there's a stone in that foot or maybe you know maybe you've got an osteopath osteopath uh, session planned you know and then they're a little bit sleepy when the session is over, but they feel definitely much better than when you pick them up. This is all great things to enhance in your relationship with your horse. I get tired of seeing certain persons with certain horses who, unfortunately, some of them are now on horse number four in as many years because they've had to put their horses to sleep because it suffers from repetitive injuries like tendon injuries and unfortunately some of those people the injuries are always in the same leg and they still are not questioning is it me that's destroying these horses oh and and I'm tired of seeing people you know bring the horse out the horse really doesn't want to be with their human and they stand them in the cross tie the horse can't turn its head left or right because it's in that cross tie they saddle them there's no feel there's no love they do make them look nice and clean and stuff but that's more for yeah what people think of them when they see them rather than actually for the horse itself they ride them an hour hour and a half sometimes even two two and a half hours doing the same thing over and over and the horse is absolutely either exhausted or mind-numbingly switched off and when they bring them out of that arena the horses can't wait to get out of that arena they're pulling at that gate and when they do come out of that arena they're 
blowing out big time because it's such a relief to get out of there and then they're not even really walked off to help the muscles feel better after that big workout session the saddle is taken off immediately and the horses walk as if they're walking on eggshells sometimes the horses even cross their front legs over in front of them one in front of the other simply because they're so tired guys this is really not necessary and like i said even if you're training for the bloody olympics horses do not have to be exhausted or pushed to the point of exhaustion to get that far okay so this is kind of a welfare podcast a lot of my podcasts are actually because i'm incredibly experienced and i have eyes on the front of my head on a barn that is incredibly busy with many different disciplines and i see all kinds of things going on all day long so I'm, it's only my hope that by sharing my experiences and my visions and my thoughts about things that it can help horse welfare improve and change. So it can start right today, right now, right this moment or the very next moment that you go and pick up your horse by thinking, okay, today, no matter what I do, even if it's quite an intense workout session that I have planned for my horse, When I take them back to their living accommodations, I'm going to put them back better than how I found them. You have been listening to Zoe's Horse Bites podcast. Powered by Get Good With Horses courses and online training academy by Zoe Code.